bottom of the Smash Mountain, Season 2, Episode 25, Rollback Rumble Stories. Welcome to the podcast. I am Cypher and or Jesse. You get it. Thank you so much for joining me today. We have a wonderful podcast with Homemade Waffles, a.k.a. Brandon, NB, a.k.a. Jade, and Shiggles. Three quarters of the Rollback Rumble team walk couldn't make it, but that's okay, and we had a really fun time talking about Rollback Rumble stories, each of their own individual origin stories for Melee and for Smash. So I'm really excited to share this interview with you. One caveat, it's a little bit different sounding than most of my interviews typically do because it was recorded differently. So if, for those of you who have been here before, that would be why it sounds different. But for those of you who are new, first of all, welcome. And secondly, you won't really notice anything. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining me. Let's get to the interview. Why is it so quiet? Oh, right, transition. Here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain. And today I'm so happy to be joined by three out of the four main representatives of the Rollback Rumble TO team. The TO team, shout outs to Deadstorm, who is not here, but... Firstly, we have Brandon. Brandon, how are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, I'm doing awesome. We also have NB, as in Jade, who helps Ooh. to TO the Rollback Rumble series. Welcome. Hi. Um, how's it going? Oh, yes. I'm doing fantastic. I'm a little nervous, <laughs> but you can probably hear that. And then we also have Shiggles, who helps to do all of the artwork and, and much more for Rollback Rumble. Thank you so much for joining us, Shiggles. Howdy. How are you guys doing? Oh, yes. So oh. I'm just like uh, halfway head over heels, but also halfway understanding that this is this is a little bit of a big deal. I really appreciate all of you being here and talking to me about the Rollback Rumble tournament series, each of your perspectives on, on Melee and your, and your journeys and how it all sort of came together. That's what we'll be going through tonight. So the best way to start to talk about the Rollback Rumble tournament series as a whole is to talk about each of your beginnings. And you can take as much time as you need and start with how Melee was first becoming a thing in each of your lives. So I'll start with you, Shiggles. How did Melee first become something that was important to you? I'm kind of a bona fide dot kid, you know, around 2013. So I think that was my sophomore year of high school, maybe freshman year. Um, you know, just perusing YouTube, da-da-da-da. It's like, oh, wait, you know, I played Melee all the time as a kid. And here's this, you know, long-form documentary. And me being kind of a you know dweeb in high school i love long form youtube content so i'm just gonna sit down and binge this all in one single night and you know i'm sure a lot of people share a similar story and watching the documentary kind of just like you know set that spark of like oh man i really want to get good at this like i like this is something i could do and you know so i find i found a couple friends who also didn't play the game and you know convinced them they weren't quite as on the same level until they, you know, watched the documentary, just like myself. And uh, eventually there was about four of us, and we would just, you know, scour old Smashboards threads, despite, you know, the decline recently, and uh, learn advanced techniques the best we could and just kind of play each other. And, uh, like, we all got pretty good, but I was the only one throughout high school that kept on playing it. And then I went to college 
and I was never much of a tournament player. I just kind of like playing it, like, you know, quote, unquote, high-level melee uh, with my friends so just because it's a really satisfying game to play, but I'm not one to compete. And when I went to college, I would enter, like, smaller tournaments for the, for the, for the university, do okay, you know, 2-2 two, two kind of bracket things. Uh, but, like, I don't know. I wasn't really a part of the community, if you would. Like, I never went to tournaments. I watched all the streams, but I was kind of a, you know, stream monster. Not quite to the level of a lot of Twitch chatters, but... Uh, so throughout college, I would play. I got okay. Then Netplay came out, and Melee became kind of my, like, my my brain off. I'm listening to podcasts, but I'll just play Melee in the background kind of thing. And then, I guess my origins as like a member of the community, if you would, is I would watch Brandon stream a lot, right? And I, in my spare time throughout high school and college, I guess I should, with context, I would do like Photoshop and Adobe Illustrator in my spare time just because it was, you know, it was enjoyable for me. And he was needing like a new Twitch avatar and I was just kind of fiddling about in Photoshop. And so I made him, I think you, you still have it, right, Brandon? The uh, NBA Falco logo. Oh, yep, yep. Yep, made him that. And uh, I guess <laughs> you could say that was like my first contribution to the community in any sort of shape or form. And then a while passes and Brandon had a sponsor I don't remember the name of. And I, he asked me, because I had made him the, the avatar, if I could make him a layout. And I was like, sure, yeah, of course. And I made that. And then, you know, time passes, time passes, time passes. Uh, he approaches me with making a logo for what we now know as Rollback Rumble, initially Rona Rumble. And I was like, oh, yeah, it sounds dope. I love doing graphic stuff. And I'm recently graduating from college. And I... <laughs> don't want to use my degree. I'd rather do something I enjoy, which is, you know, visuals and art and all that fun stuff. So I will try and make it work through this. And so, yeah, started designing all the visuals and tournament layouts that you see today and hopefully in the future. Really cool. Uh, yeah. That is about the most eloquently summed up. And I still uh, kind of suck at Melee. But... <laughs> the most eloquently summed up Melee story yeah. I think I've, I've heard yet on this podcast. That's a That's lot right. of, it feels like a lot of pressure for <laughs> everybody Contribute where else, you can. <laughs> I wanted to also make it clear to people who are listening, uh, for you, Shiggles, the commissions are open, right? You are a person who is ready to do some other art commissions for other people, should they be interested? Oh, then you are muted for a little bit, but that's okay. We can get back to that. Jade, I want to move on to you next, if you don't mind telling a little bit of how Melee came to be part of your life. Yeah, I'm down. Okay, okay. Um, basically, I got into, like, TOing and playing Melee at the same time in my life, uh, which is about, like, five, five and a half years ago. Uh, never really had exposure to Smash until I went to college, and I was a freshman, and I was like, mm, don't know what I'm going to do. And I lived, like, one or two doors down from the 
former Smash Lounge where people just stayed all day and played as much Smash as they could. And of course, naturally, I started making friends there. Always been a bit of a gamer. Um, and it was the sort of thing where like, yeah, I'm playing casually. Haven't played this before. It's pretty fun. I'm a Kirby main, you know? It was great. And then it was the sort of thing where uh, the, the, the president of the Smash scene slash club at the time was like, mm, I'm not going to be president next year. We need people to step up. And, you know, it's the whole thing of like, well, everyone wants tournaments, but no one wants to host them. <laughs> and, uh, like, I guess the whole notion of, like, if I don't do it, who will, um, was sort of got me into TOing and also, like, still is part of, like, my TOing ethos to this day. Um, so, yeah, I stepped up. I uh, started TOing. And it was a sort of thing where, like, at the time, I was like, thinking about getting more serious about competing. And I've always, like, been a little bit serious about competing. But it was the sort of thing where the amount of time I, like, devote to TOing, in, like, the three, four-ish years I ran, like, the college scene at my college, uh... And playing, it was like, I have to make a decision here. I have to prioritize. And I chose TOing. Um, so yeah, I did that for a while. Haven't, still to this day, haven't been able to play or TO an out-of-region tournament. Just because, you know, like, college kid for like, what, five years? And like, yeah, like, I don't have funds to go to like, these really cool, like, out-of-region, like, majors and everything. But you know what? I'll just host my own tournament so I don't need to pay venue fee then, you know? But yeah, I mean, I just, I, it's really hard for me to summarize it because really it's just like I started TOing, fell in love with it. I love TOing and I still do it. It's about it. <laughs> but what keeps you, or well, maybe the why is a little bit hard to answer, but I'm sure that for all the fun parts of it, there are also things that are not as fun having to deal with expectations not being met. We can just put it that way. Mm -hmm. But through the ins and outs of it, what would you say is a, is a, is a particular part of TOing that you really enjoy that keeps you doing it? Oh, I like this question. So there were a lot of like little things that keep me going. Like I love working in a team. I love like making really cool stuff happen, you know? Um, but if I had to pick one, it would be, um, there's this really distinct feeling, at least to me, um, when you're TOing a LAN tournament and it's like, you know, like regional or bigger size. And I, I mentioned that because it's like the time and like work you've put into like a bigger scale tournament. And it's the feeling you get during grand finals of top eight when um like it's almost over like oh my god and you get this feeling of just it's a mixture where it's disbelief of like wait no way no way we pulled this off no way we pulled this off and like have it like good you know of like uh like immense love like oh my gosh like teamwork like we did this let's go and just like pride like you know what? Yeah, we did do that. Yeah, go team. 
And for me, it's such a distinct feeling. And like it it keeps me going. Like that's that's the TO high for me. And I ride the TO high like for months after that. That's really, really cool to hear that you really feel that sense of accomplishment of going i've i've spent a decent amount of time planning this and going through the day if it was a before the pandemic doing an irl tournament or even now in the online era all the preparation all the work that happens during the day of the tournament itself the stream everything else and then top eight happens or any really cool moment happens throughout the tournament you're like i had a part in facilitating that 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 feeling really resonates with you and, and keeps you going and excited to do the next tournament after that and so on, it sounds like. Yeah, the the funny part is um, the feeling is what I can remember distinctly, uh, but like I can't remember the exact moments of it like in my past because at that stage, you're just so tired and so sleep deprived that it's, it's it like adds to that like floaty feeling of just like, whoa, we actually did this, you know? But yeah, the feeling keeps me going. And I'll pass it to you, Brandon. You you have done uh, enough of these that you probably, well, hopefully are not super tired of telling your, your origin story for Melee, but <laughs> as long fun. as you want to spend on it, please, by all means, feel free to uh, talk about when you first started to get into Melee. Oh, man. Uh, I think my story is probably a little different than theirs, especially because the time I got into Melee just... Society as a whole is just different as opposed to, you know, how it is in like 2014, 2015. I got into Melee around 2006. And uh, back then, we just didn't have like the forms of plat like, like the forms of social media that we have. Just a lot of like smartphones were like kind of a thing, but not really. There was just like an iPhone and the Razor. Uh, it was like right before like tech boom and is when I got into it and uh, so how I got into it was uh, there's a smasher his name is Park uh, it's my friend Jamie one of my best friends we grew up together I've known him since I was like 10 11 years old uh, and he was like die hard about the game so when it first it, mind you we're like neighbors essentially so he lived across the street from me so, you know, we always just hung out and stuff. And we would, it, it, it wasn't just Melee we'd play. Like, we'd play, like, Madden, Halo, whatever was out. You know, just typical kid stuff, right? But I remember he got Melee, and he was so excited about it. And then, you know, we played. And, you know, at first, I didn't think nothing of it. Like, the first couple of years, because he got it when it first came out. I played it. First character I ever seen was Jigglypuff in that game. Uh, I used to always, as a kid, play 64 teams by myself and put three computers, and I would, like, do, like, the the story mode. I would have, like, like Pikachu and Puff versus the Mario Brothers, and I would just do dumb stuff like that. But I never, like, knew of the idea of, like, competition at all. Uh, just back then, too, it was just tournaments were harder to come by. Like, if you really didn't know anyone... It was just like hard to find your way type of thing. And uh, so, you know, he would play, he'd play. And then he, we found out about Smashboards. And then, uh, you know, he was on that. I still, like I said, was kind of like just doing my own thing. Uh, 
also that's how I found out about YouTube. First video I ever saw on YouTube was a was a Smash video. Is a uh, a Fumi the Yoshi player. This was super long ago. Anyway, uh, you know we we play and then uh, I always played with him as a means to just be like the the practice dummy. I'm like, all right, look, bro, like I'm not really doing much, and you're you're here trying to be like you know he's he was trying to compete, right? And yeah, he made Yoshi. And I was like, you know, I'll, I'll help you, you know, and, you know, we'll do it. Be like, well, you know, hopefully you can get to where you need to get to. And then the first thing <laughs> that kind of gave me the realization of competing was he was like, okay, I think Falcon, I think Yoshi beats Falcon. By the way, that's super, that's, that's just cap. That's not true. Anyway, <laughs> we didn't know that back then. So he's like, yo. I, I think Yoshi beats Falcon. Can you go Falcon to try it out? I was like, yeah. You know, I always played whoever. Just if he needed practice, I'd do that. And I'm just like beating him pretty bad. And then that was the first time it really, like, it dawned on me, like, because I, like, prior, I never really beat him. Granted, the, the matchup's bad. But I was like, damn, like, maybe I'm, like, okay at the game. <laughs> right? So, uh, you know, time goes by. And then we compete. We go to our first tournament. It's at this place called the Gaming Edge, a Gamer's Edge. If anybody who's ever, all the old school, like Valley, like two hundred nine people know what I'm talking about. If you're an old school player, you you know this. So we we go to the Gaming Edge, right? Oh, speaking of that, I forgot to point this out. Shout out to Andre Chucknader. Uh, we went to high school together, and one time we played, we all played, and Andre just destroyed us without even trying. Andre's choked in here. And uh, that was also a big glimpse of, like, the competitive scene. Because he was doing, like, short hop lasers and down airs, and I didn't know that was possible. I was like, yo, he's doing stuff that I, like, I thought he was, like, n- like TAS in the game or something. It was crazy. Anyway, <laughs> fast forward, go to the, our first tournament. I have to play this guy. Named Oni. Shouts to Oni. I don't know wherever you are. Uh, he's uh, he was the best player in Turlock at the time. Turlock, California. It's like where Colin Kaepernick's from. Uh, so you know he got fifth at that tournament. It was like a hundred something people, or at least that's what it felt like to me. I could be wrong. It could be like sixty or whatever. But at the time, that was fucking gigantic. And at at that time. Uh, this is before Brawl too, so this is like Melee at this time was the current Smash game. So, you know, I I lose to him, and then I have to play my friend Park. And I was like, well, damn, and I I lose to him too, and I go zero and two, and uh, you know that happened for quite a bit, you know. But like I said, when I was competing, I didn't really think much of it. I was just playing because I liked the game a lot. It was something to do. And, like, I was just kind of using myself. I, maybe I just justified my competing through that way. But I always used myself as just, like, a vessel to help my friends get better. That was, like, the initial goal. And then I started, like, beating players and getting really good. And then uh, I moved. Uh, I left Modesto for school. And I was getting kind of decent. And that's where I lived next to Phil. And then, you know, we were... It kind of worked out because we were really close like we were really close to each other driving wise and we were at very similar skill levels 
So, like, we would just play every day, damn near. Like, every day. And, uh, you know, and also Daryl would come along. This is when Daryl was still, like, Daryl was, like, a year younger than me. But he was, like, 16, 17. He was, like, a year and a half younger than me. And we would all just play. And uh, uh, then out of nowhere, like, we all just got this, like, Reassurgence of like we just got better and like uh, we also uh, met uh, you know Alan and the Juan Shroomed and like all of us would play all the time like because we were all in that same region and then everybody was just out of nowhere like just getting better and then that's kind of where that's kind of how it started for me um, I guess if you want me to go into like how I got like known as a player or a commentator and stuff like that, the the, the videos and stuff. Um, I was doing that in high school initially. Uh, I would record melee videos, and then I, I did some brawl because brawl had just came out. You couldn't like not do it. And then this is back before like capture cards were good, and they had the software that you you needed it to to have. And since I didn't have a laptop, I'd have to get like a VHS, record the shit through VHS, right? Then rewatch everything on like from cuz I would put it from the VCR to the capture card, capture it after the fact, splice it up in the videos and then and then uh upload it. Eventually I got a laptop and eventually capture cards got better enough to where I can just record off the laptop. Uh, but th- like that, the initial thing was the VCR thing. I was probably like 16 when I started doing that, and then uh, I got put on from just you know uploading a bunch of videos. And then um, Phil was like, he was like the he knew a lot of the top players, right? And so you know we would go to like uh, hang with DBR and play them and like him and Mango were really cool this was like when Mango first started winning like I don't even think Mango was considered one of the best in the world at that at that time Mango was still like a decent player that's how long they know each other and then Mango would come over to my place and then we would all play and and then like those videos kind of just I mean we didn't think nothing of it at the time and we would just upload it because it was just like so many dope matches happening that we didn't realize how many people were watching West Coast Melee and it just kind of like spiraled and I think when Mango traveled because like I said I don't think any of us knew how good he was like we knew he was like one of the best players obviously but we didn't know like how good and then I think when Mango started winning stuff it like put a lot of attention on us also because then it was like damn like what's going on over there out west like people just didn't know I think for a long time people didn't know how good the west was until Mango went out there and then I think watching him made people watch everybody else and then including us on the commentary and then how I got on commentary was mainly because no one wanted to do it. And I was trying to find people to do it. I was just wanted to be the recording guy. And then, uh, you know, it'd be that. But 
no one wanted to do it, so I did it, and then Phil and Daryl would help me because they just didn't want me to do it by myself. With shout-outs to Phil for that, especially Phil. And then, yeah, that's how the commentary started initially. And then I think over time, people just wanted us to keep doing it. Um, Playing-wise, I got better in NorCal. And then the first ranked player I ever beat was uh, Zelgadis. And then after that, I had at this tournament, it was Mango's tournament. It was called Mango Juice. And I think that was like the first time I ever like did really good at an event. Uh, at the time, I beat Ford, and Ford was like easy top 15, top 20 at that time. Maybe even top 10 at that time. He he outplaced me though, but I, I still won the set. And uh, I played a player named Knives who was like also in that top 50-ish realm. And I beat him. And then Bob Money, who was like the best doc at the time, I beat him in the ditto. Uh, and that kind of put me on as a player, I think. And then from there, I would like, you know, be somewhat of a threat. I mean, I wasn't like the best, but I would like, I think Genesis 2, I made the final bracket, which was crazy because it was like three rounds of pools, just K, like some of the hardest pools I've ever seen. Uh I remember my round three pool was two of the people got top three. Taj and Armada were in my round three pool. Um, and then that, I, I think, uh, yeah, that, that Mango Juice tournament was really what put me on as a player. And then just locally, uh, outside of like SFAT, PewPewU, and, and Shroom, and like maybe Lord. There was like a five, six year period, baby, where I was like the number four. I was probably the only one at one point, at one point, not not all the time, that could just like kind of hang with them. And they kind of held that. I mean, even to this day, like they're like the best in our region. Um, but before like a lot of the new era came, that was, uh, that's kind of how it was. If you look at those old PRs, you'll see me like, fourth fifth and half of them like just off of that and until like you know like the rockies and the sparks and all them start coming around ladandis too like uh yeah that that's how that happened though like as me playing uh and just just kind of being decent getting good, good wins here and there um and then it's with toing that came last that came not that long ago it was like uh well I'd say like f three, four years ago. There's a tournament called the Maid, uh, and I, I guess I could use this to segue into rollback rumble. I don't know how y'all feel about that, but uh, basically, oh, no, that's great. Uh, so the Maid, uh, it got shut down because of COVID, unfortunately. But they always had these locals, and uh, every Friday, every Friday except the first Friday of the month, because there's this big festival out here called First Friday in Oakland, and Basically, we'd have a weekly, and no one could find a consistent TO. And basically, they were like, well, we're just going to have to cancel the event because no one can host it. And then, uh, you know, a lot of the old hosts, they would just host it, leave, stay there for a little bit, leave, right? And uh, I was like, you know, I'll host it, and I'll try to try to just really put my foot forward to make it, like, 
a good event. And so I would host, and then I really wanted to, like, fly players out to build hype around the event, and we would do that, and it would work. And then that's when I started working with uh, Jade. Like, I, I think a lot of people think that we started working together in quarantine, which, nah, we had we had been TL tournaments together at least a few years before COVID. So, like... Uh, you know, we would host made like we called it the made remix where, you know, we'd fly players out. And then we did the uh, Wobble Combo 10th anniversary, which was in 20. It was the day Ultimate came out or the day before or after. It was one of those days. I, I just remember it was like that weekend of Ultimate dropping. And, uh, you know, we did it. We did a decent job. And uh, I mean, from there, you know, obviously COVID happened. And then initially, I I named the tournament well like the Made Online because I, I like obviously none of us knew what was going to happen with COVID. What what would it turn into? We didn't think that we'd be inside for so long. So I was like, okay, you know, we'll do Made Online, and then you know, hopefully a couple months comes back. Obviously, everything gets worse. Everything goes to shit. So I'm like, okay, I don't want to use the Maid's name if if uh, we you know if we're just gonna do this full fledged. So I named it Rona Rumble because it was the virus, right? And then, uh, you know, it kept going. And then I saw like I was hitting shiggles too. Time goes by. And then I changed the name because, you know, obviously, like I said, when I named it, millions of people hadn't died yet. <laughs> uh, and uh, we, we still didn't understand what it was. I don't even think like hard COVID laws were or like, you know, like quarantine and stuff was a thing yet. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna change the name because you know I just it's just a sensitive topic, and to to call it that, I was like, nah. So change it to Rollback Rumble, and that's when Rollback dropped also. So it was like like a double reason for me to change it, and then uh, I guess ever since then we just been rocking, and you know we're here now. Sorry if that was, was long winded uh, my little origin story, but I guess for me it's just different because like I said. Like, I, it's just so far back, you know. We're talking like almost half my life at this point is playing melee or being involved in it in some way. So, but one yeah. of the cool things that I heard <laughs> when you were first talking about playing with Park and just saying, "Yeah, I'll I'll play as whoever," so that you can practice, you can get better. That already spoke to the way that you were wanting to help others around you. And I still think that that's something that is really important to you to this day. Like, I, we don't know each other. This is the first time we've actually talking over, talking, yeah. that we have talked over Discord or what have you, other than messages. And I still get that impression from you that you care for the people around you, you want to be helpful. And running Rollback Rumble, with everybody else on your team is such a cool thing. Yeah, and I it's appreciate really cool that. that I get to hear about that I get to hear about that the listeners get to hear about like sort of how that has just woven through where you're going. I yeah. want to help with making all of this there's so many cool matches happening. Somebody's got to record and then at the maid this is a really cool event and I I can see how it can be better. I can see how I might be able to make this more fun for those who are going. And I, I was really hoping you would shout out the maid. I heard that in your interview with Deer. Shout outs to Deer for one of the, I think it was for GMO Spring or GMO Winter 
mm-hmm. that deer had you on for an interview and you had spoken a little bit about the mate at that point. Right. Really cool to hear about how you didn't start with TOing in the online sense. So I, I did know that vaguely, but I wasn't sure if Jade had hopped on that early or not. It was really cool that you were saying just now how Jade was helping out with running stuff, made remix. So I'll, I'll just push it to you, Jade. How did you first come to meet Brandon and say, hey, I can help out with things because I'm, I'm doing my stuff over here too? Ooh. Um, I believe it was Wombo Combo 10th anniversary. That was the first tournament we did together. Correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon. Um, I, I low-key think it was... Was it the maid first? The first raid remix? I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember. I, it's I, been a I, while. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I mean, even then, like, we would, like, kind of, like, you would you would come to maid and help out every now and then. This is just, like, you know, random local maids uh, mm-hmm. like that. And then, you know, I necessarily wouldn't help out with Gator games or nothing like that, but I was, like, you know, bring setups and stuff. Just you know, try to try to get people to to come. But we, we, I guess when we start like officially, I guess it was Wombo Combo. I can't remember if Wombo Combo was before Made Remix. I think it remember. was. I think it was. You. I think you're right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Something like that. I'm down to run with Wombokama 10th anniversary. Um, but yeah, I think th- that kind of fell into place because, like, you were at the Gator Games Monthly, the like the monthly at my college scene that I ran. And I was like, oh, yeah, your big event's coming up. And you were like, yeah, I'm getting, like, so many setups in NorCal. Like, so many setups. And I was like, do you have anyone helping you? And you were like, not really. And I said... <laughs> Ooh, I have to help. And then we did the thing. It was probably uh, my first, I guess, like, large-scale regional outside of, like, my college scene that I got to, like, help out with. And it was a lot of fun, honestly. I still ha- I still think of Wombo Combo 10th Anniversary as, like, one of my best and also one of my favorite tournaments. Yeah, it went it went really well. It went pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. This idea, I, I really hope they do this at majors. Uh, so I had this idea, right? Because everyone, you, like, first, if you've been to a major in any capacity or even just a regional, sometimes it's hard to understand what is where. Uh, you might know based off of okay, ultimates here. You know, melee's here, right? But as far as that goes, you still are kind of confused on where to be. So what we did was I made these, like, handcrafted flags, right? And I put the colors of every... It was red, blue, and yellow, right? I would put red flags in one part of the building, blue flags in another part, yellow flags in another part. And then we gave people, depending on their pool, a wristband. So they would get red and blue wristbands. Yellow meant friendlies. 
So anybody that had a wristband and they wanted to know when their pool was or where it is, you look at your wristband and then it'll tell you. And that was how we did that. And I felt like it was efficient because nobody asked me where their pool was because they just looked at it. I got one and that was just toucan, low key being toucan. But usually that question happens all the time and like no one ever came up. At least I don't know about you, Jay, but no one came up to me and was like, do you know what time pool this pool starts or where it is? Blah, blah, blah. Like everybody just kind of knew. And Ooh. yeah. Well, so I gave them their pool time when I put the wristband on their wrists. Yeah. So they better not have gone to me. Right. Right. <laughs> it was, it was godlike. And yeah. And then we, we, uh, what else we, we had, we ordered a bunch of pizzas for that oh. event. <gasps> cake. And we had cake. a wombo combo. We did. And, uh, the cake had like the firework candles and uh it, it was just a good time it was a good time and it went well it's a lot of work in that event though i had to i did so much driving for that event mm-hmm. actually like hours of driving but yeah that's how we met i, I don't know jay you could take it i don't want to take over but oh. uh yeah that pretty much that was what happened with the wombo combo tournament Oh, I just wanted to add like a side note that um, your strategy with the flags and the wristbands, uh, that was the like thing that made me realize, like, oh yeah, like Brandon's TO style and my TO style are pretty similar because I'm also like about like good tournament flow and how to make it so that players can find the things that they want so easily and like on their own, you know? And I was like, yeah, teamwork. Yeah, it was it was it was goaded, <laughs> and then uh, and sh- I'll go ahead. Sorry, good. Go. Go, no, you're good. You're yeah, good. I, I was just I just wanted to ask Shiggles, like, where where were you in all this? Were you able to attend any of these events, or are you just because you were talking a little bit about how competition wasn't as much of your thing after a little while? Like at first, you wanted to be like a better player, but then that kind of cooled off a bit. So. And around this time frame of like 2018 or so, because that's when Ultimate came out. So I guess that's when, when Brandon and Jade started made Remix. Like, where were you in all this? I guess it's an important note to make that they're in California and I'm in Texas. <laughs> that so, is yes. That's so a, this is true. Yeah. Regionally, that wasn't gonna happen. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, it would have been hard to justify to a lot of people in my life, like, hey, I'm gonna go. You know take a plane ticket to a tournament full of people where I know no one really you know like and I didn't have that many like close smash friends to go with me so tournaments weren't really my scene but you know tournament streams on the other hand that's kind of where I shone through and uh, that was kind of my one of the driving forces for why I said yes to helping Brandon with the rollback rumble stuff is uh, you watch some tournament streams, not all of them, but you watch some of them, and uh, they're not great. They're they're uh, they're kind of not. They're either boring or you know they don't look good. And this isn't an indictment on the melee scene. There's plenty of you know Summit does wonderful things. Uh, all the majors like Genesis and Big House, but like some of my local streams were kind of rough. Some college streams were really rough, and so I just had this drive. You know, I was like, I want. 
I wish these things looked better. I wish these things flowed better, which, you know, people like Brandon and Jade were, you know, innovating where other people were slumping. And, uh, yeah. So I was nowhere near them. <laughs> yeah, Shiggles came in later, but the layouts, I think, really, like, set the tone for how our, like, tournament is perceived. Because, like, for example... Even though I, I've had layouts in the past, like if you if you have a tournament, right? And I've seen tournaments like this where it's just kinda like nothing on there. There's no layout, there's no nothing. Uh it's one thing when it's like a personal, like, yo, this is my tournament run. I I I think that's fine. But like when it's for a tournament, it's like confusing. Cause you go there, you don't know who's who, what round this is, where it's at, like you just don't know anything. And there were so many streams like that, right? And then Shiggles really came on. Of, uh, net play tournaments, people were lost in the dark without any sort of light. <laughs> right. It's like, how do we, like, we used to do player cams. What do we, what do we do now? There's no players. It's just like <laughs> usernames. Right. So. And your layouts, I feel like, set the tone, like, super crazy. And just, not even just that, but the... The logos and the the graphics. I, prior, I gotta give credit where credit is to. Uh, Nate was holding the streams down in person. Shout out to Nate. Yeah, shout out to Nate Gallagher, fucking legend. We I'd have to pick him up, get, we grab all of his equipment, set it up, everything. And shouts to Nate. And then before you came along, Shiggles, uh, my girlfriend Mari. Uh, it was a legend, and she was doing a lot of the, uh, like, she made the Wombo Combo design, and the initial Rona Rumble stuff, uh, she helped with that, but then, like, her job, it got more serious, so, like, when you came along, Shiggles, it was, like, perfect time, because she couldn't really do that stuff anymore, and then, yeah, and then, and then, yeah, you just kind of, like, like, piggybacked off that, and then did your own thing with it, and just, like, made it some other shit, man, or stuff. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you just made it something else, and it's just like, yeah, from there, that's Shiggles got involved, and then, you know, not only, at first it was kind of just like Shiggles just saying the designs, like, yo, I'll ask him for X, Y, Z, and he'd just, like, do it. But then it got to a point where Shiggles was just like, literally just masterminding stuff where it's just like damn like he'll give me something and i didn't even like ask for it and it would just be like fire i'm like yo we got to use that <laughs> so shout like, out to you, know, you uh you ask for forgiveness later in this case it was just like yeah i'll make it and uh, if he says no well i already made it so <laughs> <laughs> yeah usually with uh how like me and Chiggles coordinate. I guess if you don't mind, Cypher, if I point these things out. Uh, Absolutely. Because with uh, me and Shiggles, it's a lot of stuff before the event. Everything me and Shiggles are constantly talking before the event. During and after, it's usually kind of like not as much. But whereas like me and Jade, we definitely talk before the event. But during the event is where it's like we're in constant like... During and after is like, where I, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but uh, it's just yeah, it, it's just different. Uh, because the grace period before a tournament, right? Once, once like 
with how our team works is basically once the tournament starts, Shiggles is like big chilling. His his job his job is pretty much done. Yeah. 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 And then nothing I can change at this point. Yeah. Then me and Jade we we are just in the fire flames during the event, and we're trying to figure out like how everything's gonna coordinate, and then you know, and and shout outs to everybody else who also helps out. Nathan, Sandwich, Walk. Walk is the person for after the event. When everyone's done, that's when Walk comes in and just like Deathstorm is Walk. I'm sorry. Uh, he he uploads like everything. And yeah, it's pretty much how our, I don't know, our team works. But yeah, I, I guess. No, it's awesome. It is awesome to hear about how how that goes because that was going to be one of my questions of like how how the how the machine rolls how it works and that's really cool to hear that there's like all the way through there's a certain amount of deliberateness but also y'all have been working together enough now that some of it just sort of happens automatically and Mm -hmm. something that i want to say to brandon and jade every to that i've talked to who people respect and people say oh that's a great to that to keeps our scene going our region going they always end up talking to me about keeping a tournament flowing and making sure everything's like still moving. So that's it's so fun to hear you two talk about that as well. That being well, not necessarily like oh we have to end on time like sort of thing, but just like that it doesn't stall. Right. Like that's a really big deal. I think I think what's cool about our team dynamic is every person has something that they bring that the other ones can't do, like. Like me and me and me and not at the brain for it. Me and Jade, for example, can't do the artwork that Shiggles does. We just like we can, but it would be good. And then, for example, like me and Shiggles can't do the promptness. Like Jade is so on point every time. You'll be like, "Hey, we need X Y Z done uh, by today." Two minutes later, okay, done. Like there's no way me and Shiggles are doing that. <laughs> Just like, it'll, it'll take a while, right? And then I think with me, I guess the thing I add is just like the ability to just like showcase everything. Like I'm always the one put myself out there on the camera, just in front of people, talking to everybody, just trying to link up with all these people. I think that's something that I probably bring. Uh, and just like my history of the game and stuff like that. But I think you foresight, Brandon. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you, I, see, I, you see problems yeah. before. You know. I do. I will say I do. I do think I have like pretty cool concepts. I, I'd say like with the, like the ideas, I'll like come up with some cool idea in my head, and then Shiggles will make some art for it, and then Jade will help me like put it together, and then it's just like damn. So we all got this thing that we're hella good at, and. You know, it, it, it makes the tournament. And then even with Walk with the VODs, like, he's a person I probably communicate with the least because Walk is just on. He just does it. I, I don't have to follow up with him. or like He'll be like, yeah, it's cool. It took me, like, five minutes. I'm like, damn, all right. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I like that idea. It's like, because it, it, don't get me wrong, we can probably all dabble into the stuff we do, but I think everybody specializes in their own little, you know, trait. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. And it, hearing y'all talk about it is awesome. Uh, and one more thing about Walk that I'll say, those VODs come out so fast. 
the big, <laughs> yeah. big props on yeah. the on the rollback rumble YouTube channel. So cool. <laughs> like yeah. the event is happening and they're coming out. Like the, the set just finished. The bots come. Yeah, out, so he's really cool. He's goaded, bro. That's my but, boy. Uh, I wanted to ask, and anyone can take this, or y'all can take it and run with it. But my my question is: Have you ever put any thought into how this all sort of just happened? There's there there are a lot of people who could probably be in the rollback rumble team doing what one of you is doing, but it it happens to be the four of you, and also Nathan Sandwich and other people also mm-hmm. contributing, volunteering. Mm-hmm. But like. Does it feel like fate, or is that just a, another byproduct of melee where an awesome thing happens and it just keeps melee going? Like, have you ever put any thought into that? I think uh, for me, because right, Brandon and Jade at least knew each other a little in person. For me, it's you know a little bit of column A of kind of fate inevitability, and a little bit of column B of like that sense of melee community, like being in Brandon's chat and just like, okay, I'm gonna randomly post this thing I made while I was watching it because, you know, you know, that's how you pass time. And then Brandon likes it, all right. It's like, oh, cool. Streamer liked it. That's great. And then later, you know, you stick around long enough and then suddenly you're getting asked to, you know, contribute something. So, in a way, ah, uh, yeah, fate, yeah. But, like, I, I just think, one, Brandon, and two, uh, <laughs> yeah, just Melee is a, a community... I won't say unlike others, but it's got a certain uh, je ne sais quoi about like giving people ample opportunity to show off their talent, especially because like, especially now with the net play era and like the democratization of being a TO and running your own tournament and like bolstering your own scene in any way possible or expanding it farther. uh, A lot of people get the chance to showcase their talents. And like, I know uh, a lot of people who have jobs now because like really nice super successful esports jobs like you know Tafikens is a good example or some of the summit people you know it's it's that kind of melee harbors a really uh welcoming environment for that kind of thing but yeah yeah i don't i don't know if uh, you want to go jade or you want me to go i'm fine with going okay um... go for it I also think it's a little bit of both. Uh, maybe a little bit more so of the like, the the melee aspect of like what brings like people together, because like for me, uh, like like playing has like a special place in my heart, but toing is like a very part of like the core of who I am, and like toing of like having a team of people and just having really good synergy, and like making some really cool stuff happen i think like the human connection is also just like it just forms you know i love it yeah i think for me it's uh i think it's just when people really have a common ground and a common goal they really make things happen and uh i mean i remember just you know when like brawl came out and you know melee was like that was the most dead melee ever was in my opinion and like how much we like stuck together during that time because it was just like you there was nothing to benefit from playing the game at that point uh you couldn't no matter how good you were there was no 
sponsor, no idea, no, like none of that. It's just like if you played, you just genuinely either you like playing or you cared about being the best or whatever. But your reasons always were within the confines of like just the community as a whole. Uh, you know, and I mean, I guess it's similar with just like dealing with like the COVID situation, like, it, it was kind of similar in the sense of, I, I don't think it was that bad, uh, but it, it was similar in the sense of like, well, you know, all we have is online. There's no events. There's no one hosting anything. Uh, what's going on? No one, you know, and in turn, you know, we just kind of kept going with what, you know, we're doing and try to try to come together and then, you know, start something and then you know it's blossomed into something great and just fortunate enough to have people around me that just genuinely just want to help because like I said like a lot of the times we just there's no like monetary gain for what we do even like you know I'll pay out all the pop bonus and stuff and like we just we did zero we get zero dollars despite like doing like hours of work and i i feel guilty about that you know because obviously i want like everybody involved to just get paid but it's also like it's cool that you know we have like that that trust in each other to know like regardless of what happens we're just gonna stick this through um i don't know that 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 sense of community especially when when it's not convenient to be a community person, I think that's what's really dope about it. Cause like, it, I don't think it was necessarily convenient for Jay to help me out or Shiggles, what they did, you know, and uh, it's really cool to see. It's just blessed for real. So cool because that you just encapsulated it really well, Brandon. That I'm, I mean, I'm making zero off of taking the time to do this podcast, but I, I'm doing it because I, I wanted to contribute to to Melee, more or less. Like, it, it's a game that I love, and following the competitive scene is so cool. And I, after a while, I thought, well, shout-outs to the Wannabes podcast and the Austin Melee podcast. They were really inspirational for making me say, I want to do a, a small a small little part. And even though nothing may actually come out of it. It's already been awesome because I've, I've gotten to talk to enough people now that are, have been able to do so many amazing things around melee, just hearing stories. Even that is so cool. And it just, it gives me something that's not money, but it it's, it's pretty close in the feeling that of like excitement and just that spirit of melee that people talk about. I don't, I don't know how to phrase it. It's kind of hard to describe, but I wanted to ask about, uh, a few more topics to uh, make sure that we keep moving here. Don't want to take up too much of your time. That you're good. At least for me, I'm about... I'm chilling. So okay, <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah, I just yeah didn't want to make sure or wanted to make sure that everybody's doing all right. So with the Black Empowerment Melee Invitational, first of all, I I was like popping off when I first saw that announcement because. It's not like I thought to myself there has to be something like that, or I don't know. Not like I was like asking people to, hey, is anybody going to ever do something for Black History Month? But it was just so cool, Brandon, that it was you who led the charge on that and doing that event through Rollback Rumble. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on 
and everybody here, Shiggles and Jade, of course, about running that event, coming up with that event, how you think it went, the the charity side of it, all, all, like all of it, like however you want to tell the story of how that oh. event came to be and how it went. Okay, yeah. Um, I guess it came about to me because, you know, I knew Black History was coming up. Black History Month was coming up. You know, Martin Luther King's birthday was coming up. We announced it on his birthday. Uh, I felt like, you know, especially what was going on with last year, what I didn't want, because I, I get tired of seeing, like, like, don't get me wrong, I like charity events for, like, just any type of situation for just any group of people that are going through anything, right? But what I just didn't want was, you know, it to happen and be based off of tragedy. It's just so many times where I see, you know, just, you know, something happening to a black person, you know, everybody feel bad. And then we were like, yo, let's just do this event for charity for this. And I, I didn't want that. Uh, I wanted something that embraced black people without somebody having to die for it or whatever, you know. And I thought, I thought, you know, this is probably going to be like challenging in the sense of just like I know how people's colors are going to come out literally when you you know put something out here like this but I also at the same time I felt I felt like we it needed to be done uh, just being like a black person in this community although I love the male community is is it's still not it's different you know uh, and I think I, I feel like every black player has had a, like that type of experience. I also feel like that like blackness is a spectrum, and I felt like this event would show that. Uh, I think people have an idea of what they think a black person is, whether it be a stereotype or whatever, uh, and then they go off that assumption. And you know, you have black people from literally all walks and paths of life that you know. The, the common denominator, the common theme, I guess, is that we are all black, but we're all our own individuals and we're all different people. And, you know, that in itself is a blessing on top of just what we have in common. And I wanted to showcase that or at least attempt to. And, uh, yeah, uh, Jade and Shiggles are both like super down to, to just help in that regard. You know, definitely grateful for that uh, I, I knew it would be something that would probably be a little challenging though just given the fact of like I said just what's been going on this year and whatnot or last year too uh, especially and just uh, you know I, I just wanted something to, to, to be you know at, at least within melee because I feel like it never happened just something that, that is just for that for like the black community, I feel like we're a very small group within the melee community, but we influence a lot in a lot of ways. And I felt like you know we should have something to embrace each other, just off mm -hmm. the fact that we're here and we still are exist, and not because oh you know black dude gets killed on camera, let's you know feel bad about it and donate. I I just like as much as like I I fuck with the concept of doing. Like you know, giving to charity and stuff. I just, I just hate that it's done off of somebody else's like little blood. 
sweat and tears like you know so I, I, I just wanted something that highlighted like history and just something something uplifting yeah Instead you know of, you know have this air of kind of sadness and anger yeah man it's just like you know, I get tired I mean even growing up just you know I you know uh obviously like this one dude I knew he got killed at 16 went to the funeral and the shit was like changed my perspective just low key but you know I realized how everyone came together for this situation you know everybody's doing car washes and stuff like that but it's just like man like if we had this type of unity before then you know I feel like we could possibly prevent things like that from even happening in the first place not saying that's why they happen but it's more just like you know I just think it would help so mm-hmm. just having an outlet that's just from a good vibe uh, but that's how it came about and then the execution of the event we announced it I think a lot of, I think it got a big reaction because people thought it was for ultimate initially I really do think that because we had ultimate players in the event I think because they thought it was for ultimate the reaction blew up bigger than it would have if it was just announced that or if it was just deemed as a melee event uh, but yeah, we got a we got a heavy reaction, a mixed reaction. Uh, but uh, I mean, it, it worked out well. I think the reactions kind of proved my point on why something like that needed to happen in the first place. But you know, not everybody agrees. So, uh, but as the far the event itself, though, the event went super smooth. It was like a stressful first couple days, but. It was uh, it still went okay. It went okay, but it was a lot. It was a lot to do. It was yeah. a doozy to prep. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was a lot. I mean, we did a lot. Uh, and I think I think from Bimmy too, especially because we had way less time than we did with this tournament coming up. <laughs> so it was just like we were scrambling. Like we had about what, like maybe like a month. Yeah. A couple weeks or something. Yeah, but I mean, that was... I mean, it was still enough time, but it was just like, man. It was just... Like, it's so much more brutal than... <laughs> and I think that helped me with the big one because I'm like, all right, man. Like, we gotta... We need more time because that shit was... Whew. I mean, I knew we were doing a lot, but it was it was just stressful. <laughs> it was just it was stressful. But we, we managed to do it, and uh, I thought it went well. I thought it went well. Even just the the stream was cool, like the chat. Everybody was, it's just embracing like that particular moment. And yeah, I, I, I liked how it went. At least I don't know about how you guys feel, but oh yeah, I think we pulled it off, and it went very well. Yeah, I, I think it was good. It was cool to see everybody like you know enjoying the games and. It was the day of the Super Bowl, too, the last day. And at first, I was skeptical. But everybody was like, no one cared. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, fuck the Super Bowl. <laughs> Forget the Super Bowl. We could, uh, we could uh, just watch this. And it, it was a good feeling. Yeah. And no one cares for about Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, I'll let you go. Shiggle, sorry about no, that. I was just making a Tom Brady joke. It's all right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
uh, but from my, my own perspective, it was, it was really cool to see something like that happen and to, you know, do the, like my version of supporting, which is like, I've, I've already told you this, Brandon, or I, I guess I make it known Twitch prime dropping on the waffle 77 twitch.tv slash the waffle 77. But, uh, I, I was really excited that that sort of event was going to happen when it was first announced and, and seeing that there was uh, a willingness from everyone that you had asked to participate, ultimate players as well, that they were willing to, to, to help out, to participate just as, you know, just as show support. I felt like from, from the people who mattered within the community that they were supportive as well. Like the people who uh, in the community that like are actual, like great human beings, like we're excited to see this happen. And I'm, I'm so happy that it that it happened and I'm it, it reminded me and when thinking about doing this with y'all tonight I was thinking about how many events were at the Bemi like the 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 Bemi 2021 <laughs> there's it wasn't just singles it, 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 there was also like volleyball and everything else that was happening so yeah it, having only a few weeks or like a month to prepare for it sounds <laughs> sounds like a lot I'm glad y'all were able to make it through but that was going to be the way that I was going to lead into the big one, which is happening here at the beginning of July is if Bemi had any sort of role in serving. Okay. The next time we run a multi-day, multi-day, like almost week long event, we may or may not want more time to prepare. And you already touched on that, Brandon, but I guess for preparing for the big one, as it looks now, like, how's it going? What are you excited about? That all that kind of stuff. And I'll, I, I guess I should start with Shiggles because I guess that's stuff that you're working on real heavy right now, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, it's going well. I don't want to spoil it too much. Oh oh I yeah, kinda, no no means yeah. no means. But don't, like don't in spoil. terms of events, but the volume is high. But it it's you know uh, you establish a workflow. You get through it. Um, whereas Bimmy, right, we only had a month, so there's things we had to cut back on. Like an easy example is uh, social media. It's like we didn't have a banner for everything. We didn't have like a nice accompanying picture to go with a post. It's something that like now we have the foresight of like, oh, we can plan for this and make like 15 different graphics explaining various different things so people have something pretty to look at and they'll want to click on our Smash GG page and want to join. Or, like, I am now able to make the layout a little more advanced and try and incorporate things that we previously didn't really have time to, like, you know, figure out and smoothen out the experience a little. So, yeah, progress on it's going great. Uh, I think it's the coolest thing I've done yet uh, in terms of visuals. I'm excited for people to see it. I hope people like it, and I hope it works, and I hope it doesn't like, you know, sour the experience. Although I don't know why it would, you know. But I guess I myself am one of those people that's kind of critical of, you know, visuals. But I don't know how many people like me are out there. Um, but yeah. Also, we have the luxury of having meetings, like regular meetings, where we can check in with each other instead of like piecemeal communication where. I'll talk with Brandon and then Brandon will talk with Jade and then Jade will talk to me. And then instead of like a triangle, we can all sit together and be like, all right, team, like what do we need to get done? 
what's on the docket. And so that's a luxury compared to the rush that we were in last time. But yeah. Yeah, the natural evolution process. That's really cool to hear. And Brandon, you were able to talk about this on Radio Melee, your appearance on Radio Melee with TOEF and PPMD, which was really cool to hear. So in fairness to Jade, I I wanted to ask this question to you specifically. Are you going to be like up all night, like the weekend where it's not just a, a Europe a European bracket and an American, sorry, North American bracket, but also like, uh, is it Central Asia or or Eastern Asia bracket? Like, in other words, there's, it's going to be like a a whole 24 hour thing. That's what Brandon was talking about on uh, Radio Melee. But for you, is that like going to be an all night thing? Or do you have other people that'll step in in like the early, early morning hours? Oh, you talking, you talking to Jade, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, sorry. I thought I thought it was to Brandon. Um, my bad, my bad. <laughs> ooh, so it's funny you mentioned the sleep thing, uh, because what I'm taking the biggest one of the biggest lessons I'm taking from Bemi into the big one is that like through all my years of toing, I am someone who will tell people to get sleep, but I won't get sleep myself because someone has to do the work. And Bemi taught me that sometimes I need sleep. So um, let's go. I, yeah, like progress, <laughs> growth. Um, so I'm definitely not going to stay up for the entirety of like the 60 hour stretch of the final two days, especially because like the Friday is my birthday. And I'm just like, you know what? Maybe I don't want to TO after we finish <laughs> NA pools and like, you know, like 12 hours of just pools, pools, pools um don't know about the saturday night you know i might i might we'll see depends on our capacity but uh yeah lessons learned um definitely not going to be up the entire time no well thank goodness (laughs) yeah jade is the uh omega not we're we're both kind of like that but oh yeah there's times where i'm like like for bimmy i'm like jade like you you're good. I I got this. Like, just <laughs> you've been up for like forty hours. Just you know, oh, yeah. you're good. I I I'll be fine for like three hours by myself. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so oh, yeah. meanwhile, yeah. I'm getting a wonderful seven hours of sleep. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Um. I... Yeah. That that's what I think. Bimmy. Not even just Bimmy, but um. I remember the first SCL we did. That was like when rollback just dropped. Ooh. Yeah, the, we kind of had a similar. So that one we scrambled even more because uh, it was just so many people, and we didn't have the scheduling structured the way we did. So like back then, we tried to do everything in one day, and it was just chaos. Uh, I mean, we we ended up doing it on time, but it was still just like, yo, we were all just drained. So was this the LACS? I think so. I, I can't, can't, no, I think it wasn't SEO. It was a LACS. I think you're right. Oh, like the October one where we did like a weekend. We had a is is this the one where we had three hundred like a three hundred entrance on Sunday and five hundred on Saturday? Yeah, and we got like <laughs> like single digit numbers of sleep combined. Yeah, nah, yeah. I slept oh, yeah. like two oh, hours like the whole weekend because oh, I had to like oh, yeah. do that the streaming. I commentated some of it, then I had to reseed the bracket, and that was before we had like Smash EG figured out. So Jade had to make this spreadsheet, 
and then I would like individually put each name in each bracket. It took Oof. forever. It oh took forever. But we we got a we got a whole system for that now. That's just like yeah, it, that's just trial and error, just of us not knowing what to do. Especially because back then quarantine still was like not established yet. Uh, I remember before we like. No one was really doing east and west pools. I feel like we kind of put that on the map because back then it was just kind of like, yo, just whoever plays whoever. And yeah, it yeah, it was just chaotic. But somehow we got through it. I think for the big one, we're definitely going to be more. We're definitely going to sleep. That is for sure. <laughs> we, we're going to have people on deck specifically for overnight stuff. So we don't have to worry about it. Uh, but yeah, scheduling is like a big thing of mine that I'm trying to master because uh, I want the viewer to have a good experience, obviously, but I want the players to not have to wait hours to play their match and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's what I guess that's what we're working on. I, I forgot what you initially asked, Cypher, because uh, you no asked worries. me, Jay. It was uh, just more or less like the process of preparing for the big one and what it was like to sort of learn lessons along the way and i think y'all covered that great and despite all of that despite the fact that like when rollback first dropped and you couldn't even choose the stage you just had to keep choosing random over and over again until you got the right counter pick oof that yeah y'all like that stuck with that there was no broadcast mode so that was a battle of who would which player is gonna discord stream their match there was just <laughs> so many elements that now make it so much easier and shout outs to fizzy and the slippy team too by the way there's just so many elements that make this this process easier now as long as we just follow through with what we've done like we shouldn't have much of a problem but we're preparing we're even preparing for like worst case scenarios like if if like my power goes out or something like what are we gonna do like we're trying to cover all that so you know everybody can get a good experience so at least that's the plan and the good news is that you've already been planning this for a little while it sounds like it's the middle of may so it's not around the corner just yet. Well, I mean, it'll feel like that at a certain point and be like, it's the middle of June. Wah! But right. you'll, it sounds like as each event goes on, as things start to smooth out, y'all continue to evolve and power up that you'll be able to run this event and be able to sleep. Let's go. Yeah. So I'm really excited to, to be able to watch that myself and it'll all be on on twitch.tv slash the waffle 77 or do you think that bts smash gets involved at all i i think for the scl qualifier that rollback rumble ran was it on was it on bts smash no nah, it, it, it was on waffle 77 it probably will be on my channel but we're still working like with other channels to get it all sorted out on how it's gonna work um but yeah i think the main stuff will definitely just probably be on my channel and we're going to have uh, side streams and stuff. Um, I think it, the biggest thing, knowing, like, with preparation, if you know me, I'm really big on getting everything done now. So come July, we don't have to worry about it. It's even, like, with Bimmy, even though we had a month, 
we probably did everything in about oh like that first week of announcing. That's when we just went crazy, and then we got time to chill. So, you know, I'm I'm huge. I'm a huge advocate of getting th- things done early, just because you know we don't have to scramble come July. So, like we've been like. It's good that we got this interview because behind the scenes we've been like doing like Sugar said the meetings and stuff and like right now we've been really proactive. So like come even before June, we'll have like a lot of our, our questions figured out. Uh, we'll have everything set up to where it's just a matter of just turning the stream on and going. So yeah, I love it. I love it. And I wanted to ask beyond that which it's probably hard to think a little bit uh, more it's hard to think more than just the occasional thought of oh yeah there will be things to plan after that but with the fact that everyone is starting to look around and go are we uh are we starting to do IRL events again question mark and 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 thankfully vaccines been able to go through the US in particular and more and more people are getting vaccinated and whatnot that the some places have started to do IRL events already and there's all kinds of questions related to that but this this the question that I have is mainly what you might be thinking in regards to a possible return of rollback rumble or whatever name it might have that do you think that 2021 is the end of 2021 or the next year or the year after that like when this operation will eventually make its way to in person or is it even hard to think about that right now oh that's a good question uh for me personally i'm personally kind of on that bandwagon of we should just do it next year type of thing however i am about trying to get something going with rollback rumble in person, uh, all right, we call it real life rumble. Yeah, yeah. or go. or something <laughs> something that ties it. Like we do the classic rollback rumble, and then we tie it into something in person down the line. I think would be cool too. Um, but yeah, I mean, we definitely plan on doing something. I, I, at least for me, I, I just want to. I'd rather wait until like next year when I know most people are just probably hopefully vaccinated and we still kind of got a clear idea of what's going to happen. I feel like things are still in the air and all. For me personally, I wouldn't want to host an event with like a lot of 50-50 scenarios as far as just like logistics of events in general. Um, but I mean, hey, we'll see. You know, I mean, we could could think of something uh, I, I definitely want to do something in person though gotta have shiggles to come out there man you know wherever wherever we do an event <laughs> I'd love I'd love to make it yeah but um I mean I'm willing to just let this whole COVID stuff settle before I'm like gung-ho about doing something in person I don't know about how you feel Jade but at least for me, I'm like, I just want things to kind of establish itself first because we still don't even know, like, just like stuff like concerts or whatever, right? Let alone like 
just a video game tournament. I don't know. Yeah, like I won't be hosting land tournaments anytime soon. Uh, Cause personally, I, I like I agree with you. I think there's a lot of like stuff up in the air currently uh, that I'm more than happy to just wait and put all of my brain cells into the big one. You know, cause like nowadays it's all I can focus on. Let's <laughs> go, Jade. Super fair, and I, I love hearing the answer that you're that from from all of you that more or less that it's that it's one to continue to be cautious and not immediately say all right well i guess we can just do stuff now let's just go ahead and do it that there there's still a, a level of caution that you want to have and to continue to be to be mindful about just because everybody or most people are starting to get vaccinated and everything else like that it's like okay well you don't just <laughs> drop all the good uh, safety habits that you would have uh, spent the past year and almost almost and a half building up. So, not that I'm here to you know like approve or disapprove. It's just more of like I I'm so happy to hear more or less that there's a mindfulness to like everything that y'all approach. That I think that has come through really well in our in our conversation tonight. But of course, I think that a lot of people have started to get excited about the prospect of. IRL events returning and that is of course where a lot of the magic of melee happens but such a such a big deal to me that that I want to share with y'all is is how amazing the rollback rumbles are from my own perspective I'm not able to watch entire tournaments through or anything myself but uh, from what I'm able to catch and, and and to watch like it's always top notch in my mind so <laughs> take that for what it will but it's been amazing to see that not only will you run events for the west coast you'll run events for the east coast you'll do doubles you'll do events for 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 south america and for europe and for asia and for australia probably i mean i i'm lo i lost track but yeah we've done australia before let's go yeah. and like that's so cool it's so so cool like i I don't not honestly know if like to the level of where rollback rumble is in my mind of notable online tournament series who else does that i feel like it's just y'all that's doing that so that's really really cool so so big shout out to all of you for for all the hard work that you've put in in the entire pandemic era where people go is melee is melee is melee dying like is, is melee not as popular anymore and it's just it it takes it's not by accident that people are still excited about melee that some people i should say are at the very least are still excited about melee it's because of events that are run like rollback rumble that y'all are setting standards and and being something that people look up to and say i want to try to run events that are like that so big shout outs to y'all for for all of, for doing all of that i wanted to uh, if you don't mind i wanted to take a moment here to uh give a little surprise to read a few comments well actually they're more like uh many essays that nathan sandwich actually wrote i told him about well actually no jade you would have first told nathan that y'all were recording with me tonight i'll be having nathan on for an interview a little bit later this week but i asked nathan to sort of share experiences or memories or, or just like sentiments about being able to contribute and volunteer for for the Royal Black Rumble series. So I'll just I'll just start with reading about what he had to say. So 
Rollback Rumble has been one of the most enjoyable, fun, life-changing, personal growth, relationship bonding, and relationship building experiences I've ever been a part of. I know my work has been voluntary for you folks for the past eight months, but there are an infinite amount of reasons why I keep coming back and continue to support this series in any way I can. To Brandon, you're a wonderful human being, and it's inspiring seeing the dedication you have for this community. You were one of the first people I talked to at my first tournament when I was 16 at SSBM Trial 2 in 2014. Since then, you've always treated me with grace, care, consideration, and always trying to do what's best for me, but the entire Melee community as a whole, thank you. To Shiggles, although we haven't interacted much together, you are a graphics design wizard. It's always a treat seeing what kind of design you have up your sleeve. You've got a lot ahead of you, and I look forward to seeing where your graphics design skills take you. And to Jade, if I were to say one word to describe our relationship and working with you, it would be love. Tons and tons of love. Since the start of quarantine, it's been an unforgettable journey getting to know you. From our days of building large empires together in generals, to talking and TOing with you on a daily basis, I've loved every second of it. There have been countless moments where I've felt sad, angry, depressed, or stressed about something, and you found a way to calm me down, make me smile, inspire me, and tell me that everything's going to be okay. I'm forever grateful and blessed that you believe in me, look out for me for all those things, and tr always try to do what's best for me or steer me in that direction. The amount of I love yous I've said, Hydro homie checks we've had, and hugs I want to give you when we see each other in person again is probably large enough to fill up the entire stream queue for a super major. I'm forever grateful that you always find ways to get me involved, make me feel like I'm part of the team, and feel like I'm an honorary staff member for Rollback Rumbles and other tournaments we TO together. You're an incredible TO, inspiration, and friend. I'm blessed that you've taken me under your wing throughout quarantine. Melee would not be the same without you. Your presence is one of the reasons I keep going. Cheers to more memories, TOing tournaments, and life journeys together. Heart emoji. Is this good? Let me know if you need to, me to do a grammar check. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Let's go. What a great, shout what, to Nathan, such great man. words from, from Nathan. Yeah, I'll just let's uh, go. Let shout to Nathan. talk a little bit back. The goat, Nathan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's love, man. Appreciate it, Nathan, if you're listening. Definitely appreciate that, bro. Yeah, Nathan's a heavy hitter. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Great words Ooh. from Nathan. Absolutely. I, I wanted Tim to sort of help a little bit because uh, I had learned that Nathan's been helping out with, with Rollback Rumble as well, and we already given him a shout-out earlier, but I had asked him if I'd be able to read this, and he was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And I was like, cool. Uh, uh, that, to me, is just a small example. What I've said... The, the better things that Nathan said are why I feel like for those in the Melee community who, who know and care, like really care about what y'all are doing with Rollback Rumble. So yeah, the big, big thank you, big shout outs, all that, all that kind of stuff to sort of wrap it up or get in that direction. I just wanted to give each of you an opportunity and we can start with you Shiggles to sort of share what your, what your closing thoughts are and, where the people can find you and if the commissions are open or if they're not, that sort of thing. So we'll start with you, Shiggles. Commissions are open. Um, <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. I'm just really excited. I like being a part of a team, and I like, you know, uh, the selfish part of me likes seeing things that I make be viewed by, you know, thousands or hundreds of people. So that is such a cool feeling that otherwise I probably wouldn't get an easy opportunity to do, and I think that's kind of the beautiful thing about Melee, like I mentioned earlier. It's a community that kind of harbors growth in a lot of its members. So, I don't know. I just love the people. There's, you know, there's some bad apples here and there, but damn, do I love most of the people. Uh, Rollback Rumble is sick. Thanks, Fizzy. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, I guess, at shig, S-H-I-G underscore bot, B-O-T. Commissions are open. If you need tournament layouts, logos, any, any sort of graphic wizardry, as Nathan so lovingly put it, yeah, I can help. I got time. I'm just some 20-something who graduated and has that, you know, identity crisis of finding a job. So if I could do graphic design, well, that'd be, that'd be amazing. So, yeah. Thanks. And, and shout-outs to, like, the uh, the logo that you did for Raise the Bar Lancaster out here in the Central PA area. Jay Bobbison or Jesse would have had you do that a while back, so that was super cool. And it's oh, yeah. fun to, yeah. yeah, go, oh, wait. Oh, Shig Shiggles did that. Oh, let's go. So, yeah. and and uh, I might need a. Se- I'm gonna need a season three new logo at some point. So hey, I'll probably have I'm to pitch you up man, that. Uh, I'm already. I guess more or less a secret. I'm helping uh, Will with the wannabes right now. So. Ooh, yeah. let's go! Shout out wannabes. I love that. I love that. Those guys. And and Jade, if you wanted to tell the people where they can find you and closing thoughts. Oh. Sorry, still emotional from Nathan's words. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you need another? Did you? Oh, need I'm another good. Mic? I'm good. I got okay. it. But thank you. Um, can I have the prompt again, please? I'm sorry. No worries. I just wanted to make sure that you could offer closing thoughts and just you know try to you know anything that you else you want to add and also where the people can find you. Mm. Oh, thank you. Yes. Um, the people can find me. On Twitter, I'm the most active on there. Uh, my handle is they them. Them is spelled like fem, uh, but instead it's T H E M M E. And I guess closing thoughts: uh, be the change you want to see. If you have ever thought about toing, you absolutely should give it a try because it's a lot of fun, and like you know, just the feeling of teamwork. Is really cool, and uh, ooh, I had I had a thought. I'm sorry, I had a thought. Oh yes, also, um, I love toing. I love toing a lot of stuff. Uh, as in I, I'm a to for hire. You absolutely should hit me up to run your brackets, cause I will do. I will definitely do that. I will run your brackets and I will do it well. Yeah, that's about it. And I'll turn it over to you, Brandon, closing thoughts and where the people can find you. Um, man, uh, thank you for having us. First off, you taking your time to do this and talk to us. Definitely appreciate that. Um, my closing thoughts. Well, first, I'll just tell you where to find me. Young Waff, Y-U-N-G-W-A-F-F, Brandon Collier. Just type that in somewhere. The Waffle 77 on Twitch. Hit your boy at that prime, all that good stuff. But um, yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, I think my goal 
is just to make rollback rumble to a point where like I, I hear Shiggle saying it'd be cool if he could do graphic layouts for a living. Like that's the goal for me. Like to make it to where it's, that's actually a thing, like a reality for him, right? Or for Jade, Jade, uh, you know, it's TL for hire, but it it would feel great to be able to give Jade a point where Jade could just make a living off of doing what they love, right? Like that's like where my head's at. So I, I I'm trying. I don't know how. The, I don't know how I could do it or manifest that, but like, man, that would be dope. That would be dope to be able to do that and to be able to also sponsor a player. Uh, that, that's like mm-hmm. where my head's at. To to get rollback rumble to a point to where, like, I don't know, not like no org or nothing, but maybe who knows? But just to a point where. You know, the people involved that put in hours of work daily don't have to think about, like, like working or getting a job because they can do this, you know? That's that's what I wish I could do. So, I'm trying to do that. Uh, but, you know, I guess baby steps. Um, but, yeah, shout-outs to, to, obviously, Jade, Shiggles, Nathan, Eric, Violence. Uh, everybody that has anybody that has helped me with these events um, shout out to Beast Coast the sponsor I just recently got sponsored um, which is crazy uh, shout out to them been helping me out too um, shout out to you know Red Bull Gaming for hooking it up for us uh, Match Reno everybody who's ever helped us in the process um, you know can I get a quick shout out real quick? I'll go go uh, for it, bro. Go for it. Shouts to the uh, fundraiser event that's about to happen. Netplay for Palestine. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, free Palestine. That's mm-hmm. facts. You know, just I'll support that. Yeah, please support oh, that. Please. I wanna, dude. I would have entered that, but I, I, I'm going to Hawaii, like next week, so I can't. Got a signal boost, you know. Yeah, but I'm definitely. Oh yes, absolutely. I'm the proceeds yeah. go to uh, Mecca, if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. correct. Uh, Middle East Children's Alliance. Um, all proceeds, all donations, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good event. We're gonna raise muttons. Yeah. And the uh, the the baby steps that you were talking about, Brandon, being sponsored by Beast Coast is cool. As a as a player, as a TO, as a member of the a big important member of the melee community so cool to see that and appreciate it that. would be it would be awesome to see the you and jay shiggles walk and everybody else involved to hopefully be able to just do exactly this y'all love doing it you put the time and effort into it now like how awesome would it be that you also would be compensated for being able to do that that would be an awesome reality to be in and hopefully that won't be too far away or that's that's my hope to, to see that out, out of y'all because I, I, I can hear that when you talk about when you when you talk about at different points especially Brandon since you're like the the public face of, of rollback rumble but I, I, w- I was so excited to have the possibility of having y'all on because it's not just Brandon who does the work does a lot of the work for sure um, but I, I love talking to people who yeah behind the scenes is 
is one way to phrase it, but just are contributing so much to the end product of what people tune in to see on 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 Twitch on a given day for for Melee. Like who's 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 playing Melee? Oh, there's a rollback rumble, and it's where a lot of amazing Melee moments happen, and that doesn't happen by accident. So thanks to all of your hard work. So thank you all for coming on and being on the podcast with me. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We're we're forever grateful. And uh, again, follow the Twitter Rollback Rumble at Rollback Rumble. That is a collection of all of us. Uh, We got over a thousand followers now. It's pretty crazy. Uh, I don't know how many how many Twitter followers does Rollback Rumble have? Like a last time I checked, like fourteen hundred ish somewhere. That's pretty good. So yeah, you you guys support. (laughs) You guys support. What we got going on there? Follow Cypher03 on Twitter. Yep, that too. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, well, I have a feeling if you're listening now, you might already be doing that. If, so I guess that's kind of redundant. <laughs> if, if you're listening now and you wonder why Rollback Rumbles took took a hiatus, it's because SCL was during that time, and it was just weird. We didn't want to conflict with what was going on. I didn't really have anything planned for rollback rumble like so it just would have been weird so you know plus we kind of needed the break i feel like we needed the break so we're we're chilling uh we're gonna be back on the 27th i think yeah the, the 27th we'll be back so uh we'll do the teams and stuff like we normally do and then just going into june we're probably just gonna have what you know what we normally do. We just been taking breaks because, I mean, Rollback Rumble, we've had this instance before, like when Spectator Mode wasn't out. We just waited. And this scenario was like SCL on top of like just the little Hawaii trip I got going on. I didn't want to, I didn't want to start it this week just to not do it next week, especially with the the Free Palestine event coming up anyway. So, yeah, we'll be back. 27th and then you know we'll do our weekly thing like as as per usual while getting ready for the big one so yeah just just stay tuned for that and uh yeah man again appreciate you cypher for just having us and just jade and shiggles for always being there and homies and they're always both i, I like how uh i don't know how chill you guys are in general about things because that's kind of how I am and I feel like just the intent's good too like you guys don't try to do things for attention or nothing like that it's just like it, you know what I mean just to yeah. it's just like to make it all dope and I don't know I think that's fire that's something that it's just hard to come by y'all are goaded definitely could not have done this without y'all that's for damn sure so, hey I mean yeah. I wouldn't really be here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right yeah i feel it i feel it. it's a uh, teamwork make the dream work true, and we're just uh a small little group of people who like to do dope events so yeah Fo- follow the rollback rumble twitter though like a lot of the questions that you guys have for us are answered on that twitter so <laughs> instead of dming me and jade uh mm-hmm. you should just follow that you know, 
It'll help you out. It's not as easy as having a yellow wristband on, but it is pretty close. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. please go yeah. drop a follow for yeah. at Rollback Rumble. All the all the links actually, you know, the the Smash GG page for the big one, and all of your Twitters, uh, just about anything that we've have shelled and plugged. We're, that's going to be in the description of this podcast episode. So it is as easy as tapping or clicking. So please make good of that and go support at twitch.tv slash the waffle 77 drop the primes that's such an easy way to also not only support by being you know dropping all the emojis in chat but also just like a little bit goes a long way for for brandon and and the team so go go drop a follow there and that's where you'll find all of these awesome events coming up in the next few weeks and then in july the big one mm-hmm. yep yep Peace. And I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think we can. I think we can cut off there then, if that's all right with y'all. Okay. Yeah. No problem. Thanks for Thanks. having this. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. Why is it so quiet? Oh, right. Transition. Woo! We made it. Thank you so much for listening to the interview with Brandon, Jade, and Shiggles. So, why does it sound different? You may ask. Whether you're new or if you've been here a while. So normally I like to record my interviews with individuals that come on by having them record their own audio separately just by themselves. And I record my own audio separately by myself. And we use the Discord call to carry the conversation, but we're each recording our own audio. And then afterwards, the guest will send me the audio that I put together with mine afterwards in editing. And that allows me to sort of have everything sound about the same decibel-wise, you know, nobody's sounding too quiet or too loud, that sort of thing. But because it was the three of them appearing, I asked Brandon which is easier, and we decided that having him record the conversation through OBS was the easiest way to go about doing that. So I was very appreciative of that. Big thank you to Brandon for not only taking the time to appear with his team on this podcast, but also record it on my behalf. I can't do that sort of thing at this moment in time because I don't have internet at home. So I'm recording through a laptop that's not able to connect to any internet because there's no Wi-Fi. It's just data on the phone. So that is a little bit of... (laughs) obstacle for content creation you could say but when people are really nice about it 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 doesn't feel as bad as it might otherwise so thank you so much to Brandon for recording that and then sending it to me now you might be wondering whoa 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 sending a video to me cypher and saying now go and crunch that into an mp3 file how do you how do you do the data with all that with your mobile hotspot I did not do it this time. I actually asked Jay Bobison, a.k.a. Jesse, to help me out with that. So I want to give a big shout out to Jesse for helping to make this video into an MP3 so that y'all can listen to it. So that was the whole story of how <laughs> someone without internet is able to have a have a multi-person interview and then somehow make it easily consumable for the masses. I really am appreciative of Jesse being willing to come on for the sake of not even appearing, if you will, but just helping out with the audio stuff, helping out with the converting of the video to MP3. I'm very, very appreciative of that. So big shout outs to Jesse, aka Jay Bobison. I know it can be confusing because my name is Jesse too, but 
We spell our names differently if that makes you feel any better. <laughs> that doesn't help in a podcast sense. So that's pretty much it for today. I'm really appreciative of all of you who have taken the time to listen. And for those of you still here, that's also cool. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the interview and my ramble at the end. I got things I got to go do now. It's Saturday. It's a beautiful day. At least it is a beautiful day in Lancaster County. So hope that you all are able to enjoy your Saturday and your weekend as well. And go register for the big one. Please go do that right now. I linked the Smash GG pages. Shiggles is open for art commissions. Jade is a TO for hire. Brandon is streaming a lot of this on twitch.tv slash thewaffle77. So go drop a prime or just... Connect your credit card. You could do that too. No one would get mad at you. Be very thankful for it, actually. Please support everyone in the Rollback Rumble team. Everyone works very hard to make these events a reality and to make them awesome. So please go support them. And that's all I got. We'll catch you next time.